are listening to The Ladies Room. I am Iris St. Moran. And I'm Jennifer Sanders. So by day, we are television news anchors at competing stations. But in real life, we are the best of friends. All right. So tell our listeners why we chose The Ladies Room. Well, it's that place where you get yourself together, maybe fix your hair and makeup, tell a secret. Ladies know what I mean. Girl, you definitely know I know what you mean. So you're going to hear phenomenal stories from phenomenal women across the world who are doing phenomenal things. And our goal is to provide inspiration and information. You're on air in the ladies room. All right, welcome to the ladies' room. We hey. have Andrea Fairweather with us, makeup extraordinaire, and that's an understatement, yes. I would say. Oh, thank you, but ow, I am. Like yes. <laughs> thank I you. Made it to the ladies' room. Yes. We awesome. are so excited, and people see your work every morning, and they don't even realize it. Yes. Tell us why. Yeah. Well, because I'm behind the scenes making beauty magic happen. Um, I'm one of the key makeup artists at Good Morning America. I actually started off there in '98. Really? I was yeah. Um, it was pretty serious. I didn't realize what I was stepping into. I became the first um, woman, um, African American, to key a national morning show. Wow! And didn't realize it until a number of celebrities made it clear to me that that was the deal. I had Debbie Allen uh, say it to me. Um, Reverend Al Sharpton, um, Merle Evers, um, Henry Louis Gates. Literally pull me aside or say, aside and say, sister, do you realize the situation that you're in? And I got it, but I didn't really get it yeah. until they literally had their hands on my shoulders, looking me in the eyes, saying that. Mm-hmm. And that's when it became truly real mm-hmm. at that moment, what it was, the yeah. position. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still um, graciously there. 20 years later, um, they've been very good to me. Um, I left in 2000 um, from King in that position to start my own, really go full force with Fair Weather Faces. I started in, in 1997. Um, it's a pioneering business. It was the first company to uh, build beauty teams across the country to bring beauty services, makeup, hair, nails, and massage therapy to the masses. So it wasn't designed for celebrities. It was designed to make the everyday male and female feel like a star and receive those services. So that's what we did. And so now that um, we've hit our 21st year, we're still going strong. So... Which is phenomenal. Thank you. And you know what's so amazing is I love just even following you on Instagram. We see these people on GMA and then we see the products on your site and we can get those. Yes. And it's just so, and I'm like, oh, I love that lip color, that eyeshadow, and I can get that too, you know, for the average woman. That's the whole concept of it is to not feel that celebrity beauty is untouchable. It, we simplified it in a way a number of years ago I was able to become then an inventor because I patented a system it's called the Fairweather Faces color-coded system and it's basically paint by numbers it's designed to simplify the makeup application process because if you don't have that down you really can't it doesn't matter if you have a slamming lipstick or a popping mm-hmm. blush it really doesn't matter um, if the product is great if you don't know how to apply it accordingly it just won't look good and especially if you don't have the tools to do that so I started off with the tools it was um, a very simple face chart it was one face chart um, because my clients kept coming to me celebrity clients actually saying hey I wish I could carry you in my bag (laughs) 
stick it in my pocket. I was like, well, you can stick this product in your pocket. And if you follow it and it's color-coded with um, the face chart is travel-sized and it's color-coded with travel-sized makeup brushes. So if you match the red brush to the red dot on the face, the yellow brush to the yellow dot and follow suit, you will be able to create the look the same way I would do it on you. It's as if I'm like your makeup ghost whisperer in a sense. Okay, I through, need that. Yeah, through, <laughs> these, um, through these face charts and the matching um, brushes. And then it was funny, my husband and I were on vacation um, uh, at my in-laws um, in Chicago. And um, that was a couple of years ago, like 2016. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a makeup artist there. His cousin's girlfriend is a makeup artist. And she he was pitching her pitching my products to her and when she went online she was like Andrea you don't have a cosmetic line and I was like no and because I had no thought to even step into that realm to me it sounded overwhelming and I just couldn't see it if I can't see something I can't really move towards it to do it and she said she really got down on me and said if you have created a patented system that shows the average woman how to create these celebrity looks. Why don't you add cosmetics to it to make it a complete kit? And when she said that, I was like, you know what? I really need to reconsider this. And then once I started to and did some research, I was able to then formulate my colors and the line. And so now it is a complete kit. Yeah. Which is amazing. How did you even get into the makeup business, the beauty business? It's funny because um, my very good friend, Sean McLeod, who I danced with in college, was there the day when I got injured. I was um, in college in a modern dance class, which I loved, and jumping was my thing. I could jump really, really high. But that day, I was um, really exhausted. And... Technically, I really shouldn't have been on the dance floor. I was really, really tired. And we were doing this jump combination. I was like, oh, I could show out. I'm going to do my jump. And then all of a sudden, bam, I came down the wrong way on my ankle. Mm. And um, the doctors said that really it would have been better for me to just break it. But instead of breaking it, it turned over in a kind of way that it just tore up all my ligaments. And they said, well, you know, they took me to a teaching hospital um, upstate New York, and the student, they've lifted back the covers, and my ankle looks as big as a cantaloupe, and I'm going in, into shock, and I'm crying and carrying on, because I knew at that moment that was kind of like the death mm-hmm. of me in that way as a dancer. Um, but then at the same time, it was an epiphany, because um, once I started to get my... No, no pun intended, footing back mm-hmm. in order. Um, I started really praying on it. What can I do now? Because I really couldn't see a dance career like going into a company anymore in, in that sense. But, um, and I still love dancing and acting, but it was different. I was different now. I was changed from the injury. What could I do that would not allow me to be bored, but allow me to use colors and to help others and to still network. And and then all of a sudden it started making sense. And I was like, makeup. But at that time, makeup wasn't the thing to do. It wasn't in vogue like how it is right now. It wasn't even a career choice. It was more of, oh, you, girl, you're not smart enough to be a doctor. Oh, you can't be an attorney. It was like that kind of thing, like as if it was a subpar career, which it never was. Mm-hmm. But back then, that's how people looked at it. So 
I kind of like had to go to my makeup gurus. There was one, um, God rest her soul, Roxana Floyd, who was huge back in the day. And that woman still doesn't get the, the props that she deserves. Mm -hmm. Roxana Floyd was the person that literally branded Queen Latifah's look. Mm -hmm. She helped develop the Queen Latifah line. She was the one that branded um, uh, Whitney Houston's look. Waiting to exhale, all those looks, that was her. Mm -hmm. Like She was like that clean beauty. She was all over Essence magazine, constantly in there showcasing her work. And then there was also Nzinga Gums. A lot of people don't realize who Nzinga is. She's still working now. She's um, primarily a key makeup artist at Power. But she helped me tremendously. Back then, I started doing music videos. And she did uh, my face for one of them. I was starring in um, a video. It was actually um, Kwame, one of Kwame's videos. Mm -hmm. And Nzinga, after that, we became really tight. And I figured I should talk to her and ask her, what would she think about me starting a business that is a traveling beauty service and bringing opportunity and employment to us? And she said, Andrea, you have to do it. Mm. And then I was like, really? And she was like, no, girl, you don't understand. There are none of us represented as business owners in the beauty industry. And Nzinga and Roxana pretty much had the same statement. You have, it's not even a choice now. If you're saying you have the thought, you have to do it. Because we need um, other, uh, especially female representation within the beauty industry. But also, if you can bring employment to us and put people on, that's even better. Because it's not just you, but you're trying to build a collective. And then you're even thinking further because I'm like, well, then I want to do it across the country and have it in all the major cities. They were like, girl, go ahead. So, you know, um, spiritually, I know um, Roxana is proud and I know that Nzinga, my sister, still supports me. So, you know, I have, I had and still have, thank God, players like that on my team mm -hmm. to encourage me. Yeah. And you're such a trailblazer, too. And nowadays, you know, we watch YouTube and we see a lot of people who brand themselves as makeup artists, but maybe they're not, because there's an art to this. There's an art to being able to really paint someone's face and make them, like you said, the clean look or even a dramatic look. And so what are your thoughts now on people, just anybody branding themselves as, as makeup artists? It's so funny because um, <laughs> my colleagues and I have this conversation often mm -hmm. in the makeup room and, you know, amongst each other. And me personally, I look at it twofold. I can tell, tell you the general consensus is pro, pro artists don't like it. That's the first thing, and I'll explain what that is. Me, I look at it twofold. The first thing is I think YouTube and Instagram and everything is an amazing platform to be able to showcase your work. But the other side of it is this. Um, it's kind of like a rumor. Like if someone starts, oh, so-and-so slip with so-and-so, girl, pass it around. Mm. And then everyone, and there's no facts behind it. There's no um, real um, storyline there. It's just this made-up concept, and people are just running with it. Once you start running with it, you can't control it. And I look at those two entities as that. It, as YouTube and Instagram continue to develop, they've become these platforms of phoniness. Mm. How can you deem yourself a makeup artist if you can only do your own face? <laughs> that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. 
it's the same it's the same idea of a doctor saying, "Oh, well, you know, I'm just going to bypass medical school because I'm really good with my aloe plants and you know, I can come stitch you up. I got a really good hand. I'll <laughs> stitch you up. You know, throw a little iodine on there and you'll be okay." You know, it just doesn't make any kind of sense. Now, some of them I have to say really do a nice job on their face, but then there's a whole another the majority of them it looks like a mask it, mm. it's not just the theories behind it like some of the color blending is okay but just the brow shaping is out of control the, the contouring is out of the control. contouring is out of control the highlighting is out of control and just the whole idea of um how you shape the face it, it was cute at first, like, oh, okay, taking all this concealer and jamming it underneath the eyebrow bone to raise it. But no one does that. Like, it doesn't even, if they would have come to set and see how we really work, they would go, oh, my goodness, they're doing at least five times less what I'm doing. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And then when you see it on camera, it's gorgeous. It looks like Picasso. Right, yeah. because we know how to hit certain angles. and But, so, it... Overall, the consensus is the pro artists don't like it. We think it's a joke. We're not hating on y'all, but truly, everyone needs to go to some type of master class yes. and really study under an artist that really has the experience and knows what they're doing. And, and truly, makeup, again, is an art form that should be practiced daily, but it's not about practicing on yourself. You have got to get out there in the masses. I started off in the department store. Mm. Huge blessing because I was then able to go to all the different makeup counters, meet all these different types of um, clientels, different complexions. Diff just it, it helped me with my speed. It helped me to be able to read quickly personalities. Mm -hmm. One woman will like a dramatic look. Another one wants something that looks like a naked face. That's very difficult to do, to make it look like you're wearing no makeup. That's a whole other talent mm -hmm. to have. So... Yeah, that's pretty much the thought. Thank you, because I tried contouring. <laughs> We've and, all had horror stories. And I'm like, wait, how many products do I have to use? Uh, yes. But you know, even looking, like you said, when you look on camera watching Good Morning America, we see them and we look, we're like, oh my gosh, she looks so beautiful. And it's not this, yeah, all that contouring and highlighting and brow this brow. It's just a flawless, natural look. It's an art. But the funny thing is we are contouring because they'll look at me and go, oh, Andrea's doing it because I'm like using creams and my brushes yeah. and the powders. And so they like what I do. But then once it, it's on camera, everything is like... It's, Magic. Yeah. It's, I mean, it still moves me when I see it because everyone's so critical in their room of their own work. But I mean, I'm really, really hard on myself. But when I do see it, I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Like, it looks amazing. <laughs> but we are, it's like a candy factory. We're in there grinding it out. And trust me, we are using a lot of products and we're doing everything under the sun. We are contouring, we are highlighting. But there's just a way to do it so it doesn't look gaudy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look. It should look undetectable. Right. That's the point. It's not supposed to look like you just... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite look that you like to do, whether it's like natural or uh, dramatic or what? Like, what's your like go-to? My go-to look on the show, um, especially every day is... you. The looks require speed. You know, if a person comes in late, you just have to kick it out. But I've noticed... Um, 
in the past couple of years, the thing that I like to do is I like to do a clean eye with a clean contour. Clean eye meaning on the lid, I'll use like Hollywood on one of my highlight mm -hmm. highlighters, which is um, a multifunctional product. You can use it on the skin. You can use it as a shadow. You can use it on the body, as a, on the decollete oh, like for that. red carpets. It's really, really nice um, in a pot. Um, I'll use that on the lid. I'll wet it. Then I'll use on one of my contours, either number six or number 11, depending on the complexion, right in the crease. Just a nice little even swatch. Then I'll start working on the brows and I'll use my skinny brow pencil and always my brow gel because the brow gel, once you lift it on, it's kind of like, um, like a hairspray or just something to hold it in place so it looks really breezy. Then I'll move on to the contouring and I'll use again the contour that was on the eyes, multifunctional. You can use it on the cheeks. So I'll start on the cheekbones, then I'll hit the forehead underneath the chin um, if they need it. And then I'll go over it with the blush, you know, just to give it a little pop. And then on top of that, I'll use a highlighter again just to open up the cheekbones a little high, higher, blend everything down, and then hit those lips. And um, these days, I've been using a lot of my velvet liquid lip products because then if they have multiple hits on the show, they don't really have to come back and see me. It's going to last. They can eat and drink their coffee and it doesn't really matter. So I've noticed that I've been doing that lately. And to translate it, the uh, face charts that I've been following technically in my mind would be classic with the liquid liner is the look that I described or even fresh which is a really nice, it's breezy, it's even softer, but it's more of like in the pink, peachy, neutral shades. Um, but if I went the other way, which is a little more dramatic, and I don't get a chance to do this on the show, it's shady, but it's called shady boots. <laughs> it's a face it. um, That's a term that my friends and I made up in high school um, when we were dancing and performing arts. And if you were doing something great, we'd say, "Ooh, your shady boots." <laughs> or if you were being shady, "Ooh, your shady boots." So everything with shady boots so is always stuck in my mind. So that's just me paying homage to that. But that is a completely smoked-out black eye. It's fabulous. So smoky black eye and beige-out lips gorgeous so it's like a yin and yang mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i yeah. love it so now for you you there are many different layers to you and you're involved in a lot how do you balance it all and how do you how are you able to do that especially with the very early morning schedule mm -hmm. it was funny because i was having this conversation with my husband not too long ago that um i prayed for this i prayed for a mm -hmm. moment in time when i would be able to really look at the fruits of my labor and feel them all at the same time so what's happening right now is, which is really nice, I am able to um, employ others through Fairweather Faces. I'm able to sell products through um, my distribution, Fairweather Global. I'm able to create content and film with my husband. He is the Savoy Media Group, and my division is Fairweather Faces. And we're able to work um, together that way. And it's just different. Each day I just wake up in the morning and pray and say, Jesus, what is it that you want me to focus on today? And really, truly, when for me, if I work that way, I have a more productive, more peaceful day versus me just constantly sticking to the script, which I did for years. And when I say years, I mean way over a decade. I was constantly working by a to-do list that made sense, but you know, spiritually, if you feel constricted and you're just going by the list, then you have to open it up in some type of way. My opening 
it up was through prayer and just saying, you guide me and tell me what you want. And it's much easier mm-hmm. that way and very productive. Amen. You just yeah. spoke a word right? to me. Yeah, yes. for real. <laughs> so our last question is what we ask all of our guests. What advice would you give your younger self? <laughs> <laughs> well, the advice I would give my younger self is to not worry so much. To not worry about if you're good enough, if you're meeting the mark. Um, I never worried so much about what other people thought of me. It wasn't that. But it was always me being very hard on myself was the thing. Um, I would appreciate myself in the moment for what's happening to me versus always thinking in the future that I have to go go and get that, go and be that versus appreciating the accomplishment the accomplishments of right now and the things that have happened that I've learned um instead of feeling like I have to wait for that for when I get older or wait for to take a vacation instead of celebrating it right now the success of it because when I started fair with the faces I didn't take any vacations for the first at least 10 or more years it's insane but that's how hard we were grinding um And also, I would say to myself, you have to make time for family and to celebrate because it can't always be. And this is one regret that I do have is that I gave so much to the development of the business and to developing all the talent around me that when it came time to family, I just didn't have the time because I was already inundated with this contractual obligation to these shows clients and feeling guilty if I couldn't meet it which I always met it for the clients and feeling guilty that I wasn't at family functions birthdays family vacations so I definitely would have synergized it better that's amazing yeah oh yeah I think we could all learn a little from that now lastly where can people find you if they want to buy your products and all that good stuff well I have some gifts I'm bearing some gifts right now Yes, ladies, for each of you. Oh I'm giving you goodness. the two new products that just debuted. I'm wearing them. Um, First, the blush is called the Big O, and I'll leave that up to you to, to okay. decide why that was named that. And then, <laughs> the, the shady boots. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then the lip color is the new one that I'm actually wearing. And that lip, I just been staring at that Thank lip. You. I'm like, yeah. oh I can't my wait. Thank goodness. you. It's called Bloom. Okay. Because we all need to bloom yes, right now do. in this season, right? Yes. And all the things that we do, so that's just a blush for that but it's a new velvet liquid lipstick Mm -hmm. it feels very comfortable it's a matte finish but it doesn't feel matte it doesn't roll up and um, peel your lips or anything like that right most mattes do this doesn't feels really comfy it will last a long time and it just warms up your skin and you don't need a whole lot of makeup to do it Mm -hmm. so you can find all of the products at fairweatherfaces.com Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. This is an honor for us. I, I feel like we need to go take her master class. I know. And I feel like oh, you need yes, to write a book master class. I'm glad you just said yeah. that. We are in the midst right now. Sean McLeod and I are going to bring Fair With The Faces Beauty to the Syracuse Auburn area soon. It's coming in um, the spring. So we'll keep you posted. Okay. And definitely. then you can tell your viewers and hopefully you all can come on out yeah. and see me work because I'm going to demonstrate live. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. All right, yeah. Thank best. you so much for being in the ladies' room. Thank you. 
Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with us on social media using the handle on air TLR. And of course, if there's a lady you'd like us to interview, just let us know. We'll chat again soon in the, the ladies room. room.